Yeah, good day everybody. It's Patrick Downey here, Chair, oh, sorry, President and CEO of Orzone Gold Corporation. Uh, we've just built uh, the 16th mine in Burkina Faso, a very successful startup. We're in our first year of operation this year. Our guidance around 150,000 ounces this year, just under $1,000 um, all in sustaining costs, which includes our corporate costs. Uh, we are in a, a major growth process now. We'll expect to put out a study in the middle of this year showing growth up to above 250,000 ounces a year. Very excited about that. So it's good to catch up with everybody and give them an update on the, on the company and the project. Patrick, good to see you. How are you? Good. Here, here in Africa, where it's all happening, it's yeah. busy, busy conference? Yes, very busy. We came down uh, Friday. We've been busy ever since. We had lots of good meetings. Um, of course, being an African uh, company, this is a great place to come down and catch up with uh, a lot of the shareholders, but also a lot of the other companies and find out what's going on in the, in the continent. Cool, cool. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. So we're going to set this up. We put out an analyst note recently. We asked some questions mm -hmm. of, of you using the last economic study. Mm -hmm. And you're the first person who's ever come back or deemed it important enough to come back and actually talk to us and write a reply. So, you know, hats off to you on that one. We're going to deal with some of the questions that we asked mm -hmm. in this conversation. So we're not ignoring that, that, yeah, yeah, that. okay? Good. good. So, um, in fact, since we last spoke, you've got into commercial um, production. Mm -hmm. So where, where are you at today? You've given some of the numbers there. So what's the position? Uh, yeah, so we, um, we really uh, restarted operations on the 28th of October. By the 30th of November, we were at commercial production, which for us was quite a tight schedule. But uh, I think... What's it mean, commercial production? A lot well, of people use us, that phrase. Yeah, yeah so we, we had laid that out for everybody, you know, 80% of nameplate, uh, you know, throughput, which is 5.2 million tonnes per annum, you know, so 14,000 tonnes a day. And uh, we ramped up very quickly to that. And then recoveries, our, our design recoveries, 89%, but we were at 92 from day one. Um, you know, so, you know, very, very fast leach kinetics on this, it's all oxide. So we were actually at nameplate and above recovery. So, um, and then we went into December and we, we ramped it up to over 10% of nameplate and that's where it's been ever since. Right, okay. Now, we, I think some of the questions that we asked were around, um, cost mm -hmm. and the factors which define your cost. You talked mm -hmm. about, you know, under a thousand bucks there. Um, the grade mm -hmm. and grade control, more right. importantly. Yeah. So can we just talk about grade control and, you know, water waste? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, the, your, the point in the, in the analyst note is very valid. I mean, when you're dealing with a low grade deposit, you know, you really have to be on top of it. So uh, when we define our reserve, it's 25 by 25 drilling, we assay every meter, and then we went into 12 and a half by 12 and a half, which gives you 18 more uh, data, data points of which we sample every meter. Now, normally people would do, if you're mining, what's called a flitch off a bench, three meter flitch, six meter bench, you would composite the three meters. We didn't do that, we sample every meter. Our ore body is is. Um, what's it do? What's it do for you? Oh, guys? just very, right. very, very uh, uh, well defined uh, data within that block. Right. So you're looking at every meter, you know, um, of of intercept. So you can model. We we put everything in three grade bins: high grade, which is 0.7 and above; mm -hmm. medium grade, you know, 0.5 to 0.7; and then low grade, 0.28 to 0.5. Right. So it's just just sticking just sticking with that that, that, that waste control as, as it were because yeah. obviously waste is money out you know wasted yeah. wasted yeah. money literally so 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 the, the 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 great part about our deposit is you're going from 
the, you know, the hanging wall in waste to the contact of the ore. Yeah. So that's very important. So understanding that contact, where you're getting it. Bombori, there is a visual, you can see it, but we've got, like, as I said, that 12 and a half meter, you know, uh, assay uh, in between. So we will then set that out. The ore body at that point is dipping at 70. So it, it, normally when you're doing drill and blast, there's a throw and a heave, so it moves. Mm -hmm. But we're not, it's free dig. So we actually put what's called batten boards right at that 70 contact. Mm -hmm. The excavator face comes in, he sets his angle of his, of his uh, uh, bucket at that 70, bang, you get that contact. Now we were in a unique position. We were mining early. We'd created five million, six million tons of stockpiles. So how do you do that reconciliation? So in December, we took uh, a part of the ore body. We looked at the reserve in tons and grade, the grade control tons and grade, which is generally a little different. We generally get a positive reconciliation on the grade control. It bumps the grade up a little bit. And then we took three full days of that where we stopped the mill, we flushed it out, and we mined only that, nothing from stockpiles, only that. So we had our model, and every three hours we took a belt cut, we sent it off to an independent uh, lab. We have your own assays within your, um, your mill where you get, you know, you're composite every 15 minutes, you're taking a, a sample going into the leach tanks, you're taking a sample going out of the leach tanks, you're sampling each leach tank. And from that, the, the the grade was supposed to be around 1.08 grams. We were within 2% of that, which is phenomenal. And we were within 2 to 2.5% on the tons. And we've been seeing that throughout. So our grade control reconciliation is very tight, like really tight. And um, we don't worry too much on the contact between the high grade and the medium grade. We get a little bit of dilution there, no big deal for us but we are very tight again between the medium grade and the low grade, and then the low grade out. Right, okay. You were keen, before we started filming here, to impress upon me you doing this all through COVID and the, the pressures that that mm -hmm. entails, mm -hmm. uh, f financial and you know, stretched timelines, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Had a bit of an issue with uh, energy as well in, there, in, in the mix. Yeah, that was uh, unfortunate. We had signed a, a power purchase agreement for the life of mine with a group out of um, Ghana, uh, Genser. Mm -hmm. uh, they were to provide us with uh, LNG, bring in an LNG. I mean, they are an established company. We're not quite sure of all the details, but obviously um, uh, the LNG went to the moon. Uh, you know, with the, Meaning with the what? someone else bought it. With the Ukrainian crisis, and they made an announcement that they sold 100% of their LNG to a third party. Right. And arbitrarily, our power plant stopped. And here we are, stuck with no power. But I got to tell it, when you've got a team of people like we have within a few days with our consultants, and I got to give them a lot of credit here, ECG, they're a subsidiary of like a podium. We located a 12 megawatt uh, diesel power plant run uh, by a subsidiary of um, Caterpillar Equipment. We were able, with the help of the Burkina government, to get that permitted to get in within two days. And we had it in, set up, and ready to run again within 30 days of getting the lights shut off to, on the 27th of September. Mm -hmm. On the 28th of October, we restarted operations, which was phenomenal. Good effort. Yeah. Good effort. Now, Everybody's sweating at that point because you got no cash flow, you got $100 million of debt, you've got all your team in place, you're eating into your working capital. Yeah. People are thinking, oh, they're going to be in trouble. But 
Well, that's what, that's what I want to get to in, in all of this, because it, it, it's about making money. Mm-hmm. All of these things about making money, right? Mm-hmm. And you've kind of got the, the, the debt load there. You, you obviously, we talked, I think, last time out around how you could you know, raise the debt equity to actually build this, build mm-hmm. this thing out. Um, the, the cost and cost control is so, so important. You've given us a detailed explanation on the kind of the, the grade element mm-hmm. now. You're kind of raising the grade mm-hmm. slightly. But with cost controls, what have you been able to do and been able to affect? So, yeah, so um, I think, you know, since we, we started everything, one thing that hasn't gone up really is labour. So Burkina does not have the same inflationary pressures around labour that you've seen worldwide in the mining business. Obviously, we pay the same price as everybody else for cyanide, lime, you know, caustic, etc. grinding media. We don't use a lot of grinding media because it's a soft ore, so it's not a big cost centre for mm-hmm, us. Mm-hmm. So our three main components for this are cyanide, lime and power. Now, obviously, when you had a fixed power rate, at a, you know, when, which you had signed, you expect, well, the power is not going to be affected. Yeah. It did. So this year, having to use diesel for a full year has added $15 million to our costs. Right. We're still below 1000 but we would have been another $100 an ounce below that. That will be resolved this year where we are connecting to the grid. The grid now in Burkina is fully reliable. It's now connected to Ghana, got connected to Ghana in December and uh, connected to the Cote d'Ivoire grid and they've got a a major solar plant. So the grid costs are about 14 cents per kilowatt hour. There are four mines running on it now Mm -hmm. and we will be the fifth. Kiaka will be the sixth. That will bring our cost down by 15 million or $3.15. Other than that, um, we're not a million miles off of where we were predicting our cost to be. Our strip ratio has gone down significantly. Um, originally in the study it was 2.3, but with our grade control drilling and how we've modeled the ore body, we're down about 1.3 to 1. Mm-hmm. So for every ton of ore, we're only mining 1.3 tons of waste. So that takes a ton, you know, away from, uh, you know, or more or less about $1.70 away from your cost. Right, so because we, we did some peer analysis in terms of their, their cost structures mm-hmm. around that. We weren't sort of plucking numbers from the air, right? Yeah. So wh- what have you been able to do that they aren't doing? Because it may be a case of, well, it may be an unfair comparison because their costs are, you know, 50, 60% higher than yours in the, in mm-hmm. the region. Not, not, so not, what not really. I think, I think when you look at most mines in Burkina, they are hard rock. So you've got a drill and blast component, which is 90 cents. So take that right. 90 cents away. You park that because we don't right. drill and blast. Yeah. No. Free digging. Free digging. Right. Secondly, when it's free digging, the wear and tear in your uh, components, like your excavator teeth, your buckets on your, right. on your they're nowhere oh, near oh, with anybody right, else's. Right. So you're not having that component of cost in it. Mm-hmm. There's a negative to it in the sense that if I put so much volume in a truck of heavy rock, mm-hmm. I've got more tons so I'm hauling less tons the same distance. The one thing that was said in your, in your report was our haulage distance. Our haulage distance are not uh, uh, long. Right now... What's the cost? Uh, the haulage cost, you know, you're around about uh, 11 cents per ton kilometres, more or less what nice. we're paying okay. for, for haul. Okay. You know, and we, we divide it into buckets. So if you're right beside the mill, that's built into your unit cost with your contractor. Mm-hmm. If we're more than three kilometers, there's an extra little bit. If we're more than five kilometers, and we don't go into, we just right. block it, he's, he agrees to it, 
and we know what what tons come from where. Right. Okay. So, and then next important conversation here, which is you've talked about the moving from you know number of ounces you're at now to two two fifty. That's, that's that's a big leap up. You're a contractor. You've got, you've got a contractor mm -hmm. in place right now. Does that make you think twice about using contract versus in-house? Yes. yes right. Definitely. So um, more more to the point, I think where we would look. This is a local contractor. Yeah. You know, he he can cope with free dig and all of that good stuff. We would certainly contract the drill and blast because that's very well established in, in Burkina. There are two other major uh, contractors in country that can do hard rock, that, are, that Endeavor use, that um, other companies use, that are decent contractors. Uh, but we're, we are going to do an internal, you know, uh, look at whether we would go uh, with our own mining fleet okay. or not. But then you have to establish your own workshops, you have to establish your own maintenance Accommodation, crews, all, all that other all, stuff. Right. But um, what's really happened with the, with, with this, with the um, expansion was the discovery at P17, a totally new type of uh, uh, deposit. We're now seeing it in other parts of the main zone. We've had uh, now 100,000 meters of drilling that's not included in the 2019 resource mm -hmm. that will be included in the update. Okay. And it's really focusing on the high grade sulfides and we found a lot of them because the previous management- Where, where are we in terms of the ore body? The ore body, the we're only down, uh, oxides uh, average depth of 35 meters. 35, right, really super shallow. Yeah. Sulfides? Uh, we had the average depth of drilling on the M&I, which can only go into reserves, was about 70 meters, so very shallow. And the reason they stopped was because the previous management wanted to build a heap leach. Yeah. Cheap capital, that's the way they thought. We completely changed that thinking. And we, now it's pretty obvious by understanding the geology, we can add to, to the grade significantly. So you're looking at something that I would expect would be 1.6 to 2 grams right. sulfide with a strip ratio of 2 to 2.5 to 1. And just to put that in context, Matt, Hyundai, which is a mine in Burkina, run by Endeavour, and they're very transparent about their costs. That would do 1.6, 1.7 grams per tonne, 8.5 to 1 strip ratio, all in sustaining costs about 870. Okay. And they're okay. On the, but they're on the grid? Yeah. We would be on the grid as well. So you right. The hope is to kind of drive it down there. So let's talk. Let's talk about nameplate capacity and increasing capacity mm -hmm. um, from you know, the, the, the current setup, right? Because you know one of the one of the kind of the questions for us was around seasonality, rainy season, freaking nightmare, right? Well, we, we, How we, do you work around that? You know, people seem to forget we started mining in 2021. We had to mine out 10 million tons of a pit, which is why we've got 5 million tonnes of a stockpile. Mm. It was a one-to-one -one strip ratio yeah. uh, to, to store water. We've gone through, through two rainy seasons. Mm -hmm. We've got a pretty seasoned team of people who worked in other mines in Burkina and in the region before. Right. We always drop our throughput rate. So let's say we're showing 5.2 million tonnes to the mill. We always drop the throughput during the rainy season. Right. You don't get... In Burkina, you don't get, like, in certain areas, maybe at Cote d'Ivoire, more coastal, mm. you get heavier three, four-hour showers. We generally would get an hour, mm. 
and then it'll dry out and we cope with that. Mm. But you will get rain events and it's, it's almost like Canada where you get heavy snow. You stop everything. Well, because it's not just the, the mining component, it's the transportation, you know, trucks, you know, roads being wiped out and all of that yeah, kind of no, stuff. No, we've no, seen. no, no. no? You, if, you, if you're not prepared for that, yeah. you don't know what you're doing. Right, so, so, so how, how does your road, it work? All your roads are, all our roads are above the, the drainage system. Mm -hmm. We, we la laterite coat everything, mm -hmm. compact it, crown it. Okay. We crown it, we maintain it, you know, and particularly, uh, you know, for, for the wet season, making sure that... How much are you spending on that? Oh boy, per kilometer, I couldn't necessarily tell you. It's less than a million a year. Right, you know, it's okay. not a big okay. number. And we've got our own laterite pits. Right. So, okay. so you have to have that. If you don't have that laterite sheeting, you don't have that, you know, yes, you, things will start doing this. Mm -hmm. And again, it's hiring people who know what they're doing, done it before, been there, etc. Wide roads, we, don't, we didn't um, uh, uh, cheapen up on our roads. I've got to tell you, we had two massive events last year when we were mining, um, and things are happening in the globe, as we know. And I've got to give uh, you know, praise to our consultants, Knight Peacehold, who did out all the site water management. We cope with everything that was thrown at us in terms of site drainage and you know, right. things being diverted and moving out of the way, etc. So that's so super site sort of in terms of the the because it, it, it can be traumatic, right? It can be disruptive. So the site's fine, and the rows that you utilize are mm -hmm. fine for around a million bucks, as we're saying. Yeah, but we drop. We always drop. Yeah, and that's part of your cost. Right. But we always drop the throughput because there will be times. Sure, we, so we all we we will always have about a million tons of stockpile sitting right at the at the plant feed. So what does that production profile look like? And how many months are we talking dropping production by? The really, really two months of the heavy two, rainy okay. season. You know, right. So you're really looking at July, August as being the 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 rough months. Right. July, August, and and a, and a lesser effect either side of that, and yeah. then the rest of the year you make up the, the yeah. balance. Right. Yeah. Okay. So back to the question about in, increase, increasing nameplate capacity around that. And so you're talking about significant increase there. Mm -hmm. How much additional kind of carbacks? Because the, the, the problem with a lot of money companies is they keep plowing the money back in the ground, they're plowing money in the equipment, they're plowing, they kind of forget to make money. So for you guys, mm -hmm. you you know, yeah. So um, before, so we will. Um, it, it's a it's a what's called a brownfield expansion. Mm -hmm. We will go to approximately four point three million tons per annum extra mm -hmm. uh, expansion. We'll be mining from. You know, slightly different pits. So we'll, when we're mining the oxides, we're preferentially mining the pits that we want to expose the, the sulfides that we want to go after. Mm -hmm. P17 is totally defined by how. What, what do you know? Great. So great, meaning what? What are you chasing? One point three and above. Okay. Okay. But average. One point six. Okay. Okay. And but P17, there are no oxides, so it's, we're into the sulfides right away. Right. So that's the main feed for the for the sulfide plant. Okay. Then Sega, which has got about 25 meters of oxide, and then Maga Hill, which has got about 35. Mm -hmm. We've discovered something new in P8, P9. We're going to put results out on that in 20, sorry, first quarter of this year. That will add to the sulfide profile. It's a bit deeper, about 70 meters, and that's the thickest oxides that we have. So we'll get to them probably in 27, 28, 2027, 2028. Okay. So on, the, on this forward guidance mm -hmm. that you're talking about in, in, in the market, how do the economics change? 
Well, um, well, first of all, you've got, you're going to have slightly different mining costs because you have drill and blast. You're going to have higher pr uh, uh, um, processing costs because you're crushing and grinding. I would say if you gain, if you look at uh, Hyundai, about 11 bucks, that's sort of where we should be at. I mean, we know our cyanide consumption, we've done the test work. Our recoveries will be 90 to 96%. It's free milling, so there's nothing particular. 75 micron grind, so it's not a fine grind. Uh, cyanide consumption's not heavy. Um, so uh, there will be some savings on GNA because now you're still running your oxide. Mm -hmm. You're going to yeah, be running the yeah. sulfide, so your overall GNA. Like yeah. You, so you, yeah, you yeah. save some there. I would say, um, you know, all in on the, you know, the sulfides would be, you know, at a two to one score. Let's let's be conservative. Call it three to one strip ratio. You know, your your mining costs would be, um, you know, all in about twelve bucks mm -hmm. per milled ton. Call another twelve for processing, twenty-four, and maybe two and a half for GNA. Right. Sustaining capex for that size plant on a sulfide, I would expect it to be six, seven million a year. Okay. Okay. So let's let's talk about the balance sheet then. You've got a few variables that you talked about in terms of you know cost per ton. Let's talk about it in the context of your balance sheet and managing mm -hmm. that. So you've got a you've got a current outstanding loan which you're paying down. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, we will pay down 33 million this year. Right, leaving you with what? 59. 59, okay. So, so not a heavy debt. Right, and to be paid down over what period? Uh, three further years. So by the end of 2024, we'll be around about uh, 35, 40 million of, nice. of left. Right. And that's when we need to build the mine. So right. We would expect so to be So you refinance that out? Correct. Okay, with yeah. the same people? Yes, or we yes we're very... Because it's all local, right? Yes, it's very, we're very comfortable with them. Or regional, I should say. Uh, yeah. they, you don't require political risk insurance, which is 15 to 2% cost of capital. Yeah. They don't require gold hedging, gold prepays. It's very clean debt. Right. Um, so, yeah, we would, we would say it's... You know, provided that they're reasonable in terms of interest rates and things, yeah. we would be. Uh, well, your 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 risk profile also changes. It's better because you've been paying yeah, down for two three years anyway. So one would hope that is the yeah, case. Correct. But God knows what's happening um, globally. Um, but give us a sense of the the capex component and any other factors you've okay. like. Great question. So um, what we plan to do right now on the five point two million ton per annum, we've got certain tank sizes. At, you know. We're mm. absolutely duplicating that. Right. So okay. the same tank size, same agitator, same pump, same would be there. And same skill sets required to run them. People know what yeah, they're doing. What they're okay. Doing. And so we build that ourselves. Okay. We don't need anybody to, you know, right. we don't need anybody to help us order that equipment. Yeah. It's the same But guys. you've named some pretty big, heavy stuff there a few seconds ago. So what's that costing you? Well, the, the, the um, overall plant itself, I expect to be between, be between 170 to 185 million. Okay. Everything. Right. And you would do, given the, the debt structure which you managed to do for this first phase, mm. you would like to amortize that over what period and pay that down over what period? Probably five years. Okay, so fairly, fairly quick. Yeah. Right, and what's the life of mine in the new scenario? It'd be another 14 years from when we started up. Okay. So let's say we started up in 2025, we'd have about 14 years right. of my life. And the driver to pay down in, within five years comes from the, the lender, you would love to amortize that over? Well, there's two reasons for it. I think yeah. we, we know there's a lot more ore there. We, we, we could probably build a bigger plant, Matt, but 
we look at it, what can we afford to do and how do we not blow up our balance sheet and everything else that, yeah, that goes so with it. Yeah, so fun ones last year. And so, you know, we're looking at it sort of like how B2 approached Vicola. You know, we'll mm. put one part of it in, but we'll leave it, you know, it's a typical Lyco design, so a large sag mm -hmm. mill. Mm -hmm. But if we want to put a ball mill in three years from after that, right. we can put it in and go to eight right. million if we want, and you just add tanks. So that's how we're trying to not overstretch our balance sheet. Okay, okay. Which is super, super important because we saw a few things blow up last year mm -hmm. globally and it's an important question to answer, mm -hmm. okay? Now, that's the kind of expansion component. You said you, 14 years life of mine, you could have shrunk that down and made a shorter life of mine, bigger, bigger output. Or you can go the other way, do a ton more drilling and try and see if you can extend the life of mine. We will do that. I, I think we, what we, our current pitch that we're looking for this ex expansion are only down to about 200 meters, mm -hmm. which is still reasonably Have shallow. you drilled long, a bit deeper than that before? We, we have a few holes below that. We know it continues, right. but we, are, we had a limited budget in 2022 because we're building a mine. Yeah. We were lucky to be able to drill. Most banks won't let you drill. So we spent, and we just focused that drilling on defining those resources from about 50, 60 meters down to a, a 200. Mm -hmm. And we're very happy with what we've seen. We've put the results out to market. We have another set of results still to come out, but um, you know we're still wide open beneath that. And I'll give you an example of that at P17. We targeted a hole to see if there was an extension of the system, mm. and we hit 12 meters of 10 grams. Now, That's a very different profile, yeah. But we're seeing that at P17, I'm telling you, our discovery hole in the extension was 30 meters of four grams, 25 meters below surface. This is a whole different beast now. We're building the model. The model's not out in the market yet, yeah. but I like what I've seen. And that's a whole different set of challenges for how you process that at the current mill. But no, the current mill is, no, we, we will not use the current mill. I want to, okay. look, look, the oxide mill will remain the oxide mill. Okay. We will not mix oxide and sulfides. So this would be- So literally the oxide mill sitting here, the sulfide right. mill will be there. And only thing that will be common will be the gold room and the gold recovery circuit right. and all the reagents. Same reagents used. So we don't double we up. Use the same that. infrastructure, but the processing component will be a separately totally funded, separate. independent line Correct. item on your balance sheet. So if, I, if I'm doing maintenance on the sag mill for the sulfides, I can still run the oxides. Yeah, okay. If I'm doing something on the oxides, I can still run the sulfides. Right. There are two parallel circuits. Okay, fantastic. And let's, let's talk about the conversations you're having here at this show. We, we started, we mentioned at the beginning, right? You're, you just built a, a mine, you're throwing off cash here. You've got nothing to prove to anyone. So why, why even here? Well, so obviously the first thing is, is, uh, is meeting shareholders and meeting new shareholders, hopefully. Um, we look at ourselves and we, 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 we benchmark, say, against uh, people like K92 or Orla. You know, they're doing less ounces than we are, um, sort of the same cost profile. Uh, our expansion is as good as what they're looking at in a, in a lesser time frame. Both those companies are sitting at about $1.7 billion. I'm sitting at 450. Now, there may be a management discount, and I'm sure there's a Burkina discount, but it shouldn't be three to one. Well, so it comes down to like margin, right? For, for K92, very different, great, great profile, and they're, they're do you know what I mean? So it's like look, look at margin. Don't look at grade. 
But that's what I just said to you. That's what I want. Let's look at margin. I'm not interested in, in, yeah, in great. So it's about making money. I said that right at the outtake here. So, so different profile, but same outcome when it comes to dollar signs, right? Mm. So is that the that's kind of theme I've been talking about this week with companies stop talking about grade, show me the money. But what are, you, what are they asking you? What are they asking you to get focused on? Well, I, I think that, um, you know, really our focus in 2021, 2022 was building a mine, making sure that we, we got it built on time, on budget, mm. you know, um, making sure that it started up correctly because one of the key things that people don't seem to understand a six-month slow ramp up with issues and mistakes is more damaging than going 10% over in your capital. For sure, the cost capital is so, brutal. So, yeah, I'm extremely proud of the fact that we were a commercial production in 30 days, and 30 days later we were over nameplate. So we've wiped those concerns out of our of, and we know that we've got the team that uh, can run and build mines. Our focus now is where do we go from here? Obviously, we've got internal growth or organic growth, but we're looking to build a mid-tier here. And one of the best places to do it is West Africa. West Africa is the number one gold producer in the world. Mm -hmm. It's the number one ounces found per meters drilled in the world. If you just take where I am, for example, there's two junior companies. There's Little Old Orzone and there's West African. Between both of them, 20 million ounces of M&I. By 2025, 26, that region, little spot there, will be producing eight to 900,000 ounces per annum of gold. So this is a great place to find and develop mines. And you can get them permitted, and you can get them built, and they seem to be built on budget. You look at Canada or South America, if you create a mid-tier, you're generally buying somebody else's I don't want those mines. Can you find somebody that would might like to buy them? Mm -hmm. And and they're constantly chasing their tail with costs, or they're constantly going back to the market looking for more money. Mm. We don't want to do that. We want to look at this, and we think there's real opportunity in the West African region to do that. Endeavour very successfully do, done it. Perseus very successfully done it. A number of others, and we think they're sort of moving up the food chain. And there's other opportunities to, to pick off those 100 to 150,000 a year producers that will, are, are meaningful to us. So we can get to the four or 500,000 ounces a year. But we see that time frame in a sort of a five to seven year period. Okay, Adi. Appreciate you coming in and yeah. like talking through that. And I'm going to say, say something to camera here, which is. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how you do write or reply. Um, I do appreciate it. And yeah. you're the first one that's ever done it. Most people run a mile. So, um, good man. Look, we've always been known as a transparent company. I mean, it's sort of funny. We just met with our banks and they said that the reports that we provide them are like phenomenal compared to anybody else. You know, the thing about us, Matt, is management and board are huge shareholders in this company. Mm. And we like to do things right because it affects our bottom line. You'd be surprised. <laughs> People are picking up the salary, not worried about the bottom line. Um, Patty, Have you looked at what my salary was? Okay, do, you, do you even take one? <laughs> um, like Patty, genuine, genuine, mother. genuinely very good to see you. Always good to see you. Um, and, and I really appreciate you coming in and, and picking, up on, picking us up. I have no problem with that. Yeah. Um, we will check out everything that you've said and we'll put something Absolutely. out to the market, which 
restates our position on this one. So and, and I can say, just tell uh, the viewers here, we've started off 2023 gangbusters. We are running 10% minimum over throughput. We've had a phenomenal uh, January. We're really looking forward to doing our Q1 production to show just really where we're at and how well we're doing. Good man.